The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. There's a new group in Edmonton which is offering support for sex workers. It's called ANSWERS, and it stands for the Advocacy for Normalizing Sex Work Through Education and Resources Society. It hopes to educate and reduce the stigma surrounding the industry and also is there to support those working in it. Inna Stefan is the founder of ANSWERS. Inna joins us this afternoon. Welcome to 6.30 Chad. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. We yeah. definitely a pleasure to be here. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, this is an interesting, uh, interesting topic and interesting conversation. And I think I think you're right. I think there's so much stigma and misconception around uh, sex work in, in this country. And I and I love the fact that uh, you've come together to help others. So let's start first things first. Tell us about the group. Why was it? Why was it created? Well, like you said before, uh, ANSWER stands for Advocacy Normalizing Sex Work Through Education and Resources Society. And uh, as you know, a lot of people have questions about sex work and we have answers. Uh, so what do we do? We have a few goals, but some of them are is to remove the barriers to various services like banking, housing and some health services created by stigma. We also want to address and eradicate bias against sex workers and create a welcoming support community for those who associate with sex work too. So, you know, when we talk about sex work, what does that cover? You know, what kind of work is that? We actually, answers is very unique in terms of cover all of types of sex work. Uh, we cover erotic laborers like dancers, uh, strippers, uh, body rub workers, webcam girls, and uh, all other types like sugar babies or girlfriend experience. It's uh, just important to understand that sex work is not always focused on the physical. And some people just want to have to vote to be heard and have a conversation or emotional support. You know, when we when we we hear we hear the the term sex work is real work. Uh, sex yeah. work is work. Um, wh- why is that statement so important? Well, it's important for public to understand if we're not showing up to work, we're not making any money, right? So as any other work, we have good days, we have bad days, mm. and we want to be we want to be treated also equally, like any other employee. But no, 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 no. Oh, uh, Inna, I'm just, hold on a second. I just have, I'm uh, just having a little trouble uh, hearing you. So we're just going to put you on, on pause there and see if we can get get that connection back up and running a little bit uh, better this afternoon. Inna Stefan joining me this afternoon. She is the co-founder and one of the board members behind Answers, which is a new group called Advocacy for Normalizing Sex Work Through Education and Resources Society. Hi, Inna. Yes. Oh, there you are. Okay. So, you know, um, so maybe we can go cycle back around to that question because yes. you cut up a lot there. So when we, when we say that and we hear the word sex work is, is work, why, why is that a powerful statement? Yes, pretty much. Okay. We also want to people to understand that sex work is not easy. It involves a lot of emotional, psychological labor. 
So a lot of people when they think about the sex work, they miss at this point. So we want to really educate the public around it. So when you were first or when you first put together this group back in, in November, um, mm-hmm. you're, you're hoping to provide educational resources about sex work to help remove the stigma and the negative stereotypes surrounding the industry. Where, where do you start with that? What do you believe are some of the biggest misconceptions um, about the industry? Well, let's uh, first of all, I want to mention that we are not in, under any illusions. We know that's a very big task, but it is very detrimental for emotional, psychological, and physical health of our workers if our industry is not understood. Uh, the stigma that results from misunderstanding affects how people treat us and uh, our assisted services. For example, uh, when we worked on the last grant, like two people declined to make posters for us, and one of the counselors we approach to reach. Uh, to participate in our sex workers' allied directory refused to deal with us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we deal with stigma constantly in our lives, and we are very, very tired of it. We create a two-hour training session about sex work bias prevention, and we offer it to those in our directory as well as anyone involved with reaching out to sex workers on our behalf. You know what, it's it's, Indian, it's interesting, uh, and I hadn't thought about it until I was reading more on your website, uh, when you talk about stigma and about about it create, creating barriers for certain things, like mm-hmm. even getting an apartment or getting uh, good health care. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? For example, for someone for, yeah. for health for care, for instance, why would, why would the stigma around sex work um, reduce the ability to get good health care, do you believe? Uh, well, first of all, uh, I can start with anecdote. Uh, there is a dancer who went to be seen by a doctor, and she'd been uh, overlooked, and she'd been told that she has the problems because of the dirty place that she works in. Mm. When she next time she came to another hospital, and there was abscess who had to be dealt with immediately by antibiotics and stuff. And I believe that a lot of healthcare providers, unfortunately, they still have stigma about sex work as they don't know what it doesn't involve. And speaking of other, how it affects us, uh, landlords, for example, housing, like landlords uh, don't really want to rent the sex workers because mm-hmm. they have no legal paycheck, right? Mm. And uh, also lots of landlords also may have negative assumptions because of our work. Uh, Moving further to banking, it's some bank in Edmonton wouldn't let us open business bank account. And it's almost impossible to get a mortgage if you're involved in sex work and you claim it as your source of income. Hmm. Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy, right? Yeah, it's just it's just a lot to think about, right? I, I and 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 it's for for many people. I, I don't think that they think about it at all in us. So I think it's it's important that we're having this conversation because I, I think people who do sex work have have been long overlooked and looked down on as well. I absolutely agree with you, and I think you know right now the time time has come. We want to be heard. So sure. we know that the push to decriminalize sex work continues. Um, Bill 36 is still, you know, out there. Can you can you explain to us how decriminalizing would would help um, sex workers? Absolutely. So currently, being a sex worker is legal, but anything tied to it is not. Mm. So decriminalization eliminates all laws and does not allow the state or law enforcement officials. Uh, 
from intervening with any sex work related activities or transactions unless other laws of course apply. Uh, the transition would also include not shaming and naming customers and allow sex workers to hire security, work in group settings, do work where they prefer, like in their home or offices of their choice, and advertise legally, and to hire accountants and security and hold legal, finally, account, bank account services without having to be regulated by government body. Uh, Decriminalization would allow actually for very big improvement in our lives, and it will be a big step forward in stigmatizing this profession. How, how, uh, would it, how would it keep you safer? It will keep us safer because we can hire finally security, right? Like yeah. I mentioned before, oh, we can't even hire it. We <laughs> kind of own a border in this gray, shady area, which, you know, we are not illegal, but our customers are, right? So, and I believe this is not right, and uh, this has to be changed. Currently, we actually reached, we have a petition put forward by MP Radal Garrison to decriminalize sex work. How has the pandemic impacted your work? Well, absolutely, with all, like, all confidence, I can say that every in each of sex worker was impacted by COVID. Uh, because, first of all, because all the close nature of our jobs and all the restrictions, right? So yeah. basically everything was shut down. We were really lucky in Edmonton uh, that body wrap workers were able to assess CERB because of the part of the course they take with the city. But most of other category sex work wasn't so lucky unfortunately like dancers and webcam and people on the streets they are not able to access any benefits provincial or federal federal which is very very hard emotionally and physically and financially the people who just try to pay the bills and support the loved ones like the families the children and you know you know what i mean like having just a normal lifestyle so yeah that's why it's very important to, you know, really f raise this curtain <laughs> of shame and stigma and all this gray areas we are. Well, so. I think th I think there's a lot of people out there that, uh, as I said before, that look down on 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 those who are uh, who do sex work. And I think there's a lot of folks out there that think, you know, well, they can't really be wanting to do this. They must be forced into doing something like that. Like, yeah, how do, how do you how do you get past that? Well, that's why ANSYS wants to educate the public, right, yeah. first. Uh, there is a very big difference between sex trafficking and consensual sex work. It's huge. So in consensual sex work, a worker decides herself where she's going to work, why, she, where with whom, mm -hmm. and what services she will provide. There is absolute consent and how much she got to get paid. No one forces her. No one holds uh, any like, you know, threat above her head to perform this work. And this is actually very important to understand because a lot of organizations, um, they think that all sex work is trafficking, which is not true. A lot of workers, sex workers benefit from this work and uh, use this work to provide for their goals, like education, housing, and yeah. traveling, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a few minutes yeah. left with uh, Ina Stefan this afternoon, the the co-founder of Answers, which is which stands for the Advocacy for Normalizing Sex Work Through Education and Resources Society. It's a it's a group that started up in November. Um, it is you know it's a it's to help support sex workers in the Edmonton area. In a, one of the things in uh, the, the statements for 
your answers, says one of the things you plan on doing is to, to liaise with MPs, MLAs, counselors, municipal personnel uh, to establish tr trust, understanding, and respect. Have you had any meetings on, on that front? Any luck at this point with getting, you know, starting to work towards that? Uh, yeah, thank you for the great question. Uh, yes, we actually have an excellent relationship with the city of Edmonton, but we are a task force. And we actually recently reached to our MLAs. Uh, we have a meeting set with Jan Janice Irving and David Shepard to discuss vaccinated sex workers later this month. We also sent a letter to Mr. Chandro, our health minister, about vaccination. Uh, and uh, while he didn't have a chance to get back to us yet, that uh, Emily judges even did, and uh, meeting is set later for for later this month. So <laughs> we are excited. We are really excited about that for sure. So when you're when you're looking, you know, down the road, what what does success look like for this group? Well, success, you know, it's such an interesting question. Uh, success for us, it looks like sex workers will be finding themselves treated like any other worker within the same, with the same support systems that put in place, right? Success for us is also reducing and ideally eliminating stigma about sex work mm -hmm. and raise awareness about sex work during our time and change the perception of it by public to more positive and realistic. And it looks like a sex worker being a part of a thriving community instead of being marginalized, right? Mm. And we don't want our sex workers and our members see dealing with stigma that they do today. So that for us, it will be a big success for sure. So a lot, a lot of work ahead. There's a, there's a lot of work ahead. And, and before I let you go, um, what do you want to leave those listening to this interview right now? Uh, what, do you, what do you want to leave them with about, about sex work and about uh, the community here in Edmonton? I don't know many, how many people know that, but we have right now currently uh, just licensed workers. It's 485 women and girls. First, the main takeaway maybe I want to get that sex worker is not have only one identity of sex worker. We also mothers, we wives, we friends, we sisters, we have other responsibilities. We have whole other you know aspects of identity rather than just being stigmatized as this mm -hmm. dirty person working somewhere in the basement i don't know you know if you can i would like to public to educate read more you know uh look at our website we always more than happy to provide everyone who would like to learn more uh with our workshop and provide more resources for self-education so we can finally step by step and one by one we can improve improve the stigma that right now is unfortunately exists the, the website again how do people find it uh we have answers.org it's our website answersociety.org and of course uh we can, you can also reach to us uh we are email uh, and my email is inna at answersociety.org and uh 
it's just Google us too. We already we already in Google. <laughs> we already <laughs> we already there. So it's uh, it has actually great resonance from our last uh, like press release. It was amazing. I we I was so impressed how many people reached to me and offered help themselves and willing to be part of it. So I'm very excited. I'm very very positive about our future. Well, you know, I think uh, you know, I mean, certainly given what's happened uh, in the world, uh, certainly in the U.S. and in, in the past uh, week or or two, I mean. There's there's a there's a lot of attention being focused on um, some some parts of the world that maybe most folks don't want to pay attention to, and I think it's important that you know we shine a light on on things and have these conversations, even if they're difficult ones, even if some people can't wrap their heads around them. It's important to learn, it's important to educate, and I, I sure am uh, pleased that you were able to make the time to join us this afternoon. Thank you for your um, thank you so for much your, for just for just thank you for um, you know speaking the truth i love it thank you so much it was a pleasure to be here today thank you and anytime (laughs) anytime all right inna stefan joining me this afternoon the founder of answers advocacy for normalizing sex work through education and resources society the website is answers.org it's a it's an interesting website